So glad that you joined us today on this Good Friday service. And uh, I hope this has been a great week for you. And, and I really believe this is gonna be a good Friday for you. And so today, let me tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a couple of minutes and I'm gonna just kind of share this crucifixion story of Jesus that we read in the gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And, and then I, I'm going to come back after a special song and we're gonna take communion together. So if you don't have the elements of the, of the juice and, and the bread, I, I encourage you to go ahead and prepare yourself and, and grab those. And again, after the message, there's going to be a song and then we're going to do communion together. This Good Friday, I want to remind you about the power of the cross. Why Good Friday is Good Friday. You, you know this, but just to kind of walk through it, it began in the Garden of Gethsemane as Jesus is praying with the disciples. And then the, the temple guards come and they arrest Jesus and they take him before the Sanhedrin. And the Sanhedrin pass him on to King Herod. And King Herod then passes him on to Pontius Pilate. And Pilate washes his hands of him. And then he has Jesus beaten. He has him scourged. 39 stripes save one. And that last one, he takes him back before the, the nation of Israel, before, before those in Jerusalem. And Jesus is yet put on a public trial and the people yell crucify him. So they take a crown of thorns and they take a hundred pound cross and he walks what we would call the Via Dolorosa, the pathway of the cross. And he walks it there to Golgotha's hill where he is crucified on the cross, suspended between heaven and earth for the sins of you and I and all of humanity. Why the crucifixion? Remember, sin entered the world. In Genesis chapter two, it records this. And in Genesis chapter three, sin demands a sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice that you and I cannot pay. And the Bible tells us so easily and simply in John three sixteen that Jesus is that ultimate sacrifice. And as Jesus is hanging on the cross, I just, wanna, just want to replay for you four last statements that Jesus gives. It's recorded all in the Gospels. The first is, is an internal statement. Mark's Gospel, chapter 15, verse 34. Jesus says this, why have you forsaken me? As Jesus is on the cross on that Good Friday, Jesus is bearing the sins on the cross for all you and I and all of humanity. And, and, and it's too much for God to bear. And so God turns away from his one and only son. And there Jesus is facing all of this by himself without God. That's something you and I never have to face, life without God. But Jesus did. Why? Because he loved you and I, and because he was the ultimate sacrifice. The next statement that we see is, is what I would call an external statement. It's, it's, it's about the physicality of what happened. In John's gospel, chapter 19, verse 28, Jesus cries out as he's on the cross, I am thirsty. We kind of hear that and we don't think a whole lot about that, but the soldiers offer this sour wine to Jesus. It actually fulfills an Old Testament messianic prophecy where in Psalm chapter 69, verse 21, they gave me vinegar for my thirst. We just read that and kind of go on, but the truth of the matter is the cross, the scourging, the beating, the crown of thorns, cause physical pain and anguish for Jesus. Yes, he's God, but he's also man. The pain, the physical pain that he endured for you and for me on this Good Friday. 
The third statement that he makes is an eternal statement. John's gospel chapter 19 verse 30 records it when he says, it is finished. It is finished, which meant that the sacrifice, the atonement, the, the, the payment for our sins, for your sins, for my sins was paid. Paid in full. We didn't need to add any more to it. That it's where Paul says that by faith and in and, and, and Jesus Christ and his grace that we are saved. Not anything to do with us. Because Jesus Christ paid on the cross for your sins and for my sins. Nothing else needed. It is finished. And the last statement that Jesus makes before he dies on that Good Friday Luke's gospel, chapter 23, verse 46. He says, into your hands, I commit my spirit. His last words. Jesus voluntarily gives up his life. No one takes it. It's important to understand that. Death didn't take it. Satan didn't take it. The Roman soldiers didn't take it. The Jewish nation didn't take it. No, he gave it up. Because although he's 100% man, he's still 100% God. Jesus being man was subject to death, but Jesus being God was the giver of death. And when he makes that statement, he's saying, I am completely in charge. Good Friday. The Bible records that Jesus dies and we know the death of Christ is profound. It marked human history and, and, and its time and, and, and from BC to AD, from before Christ to after his death. And, 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 and was he the only one to ever claim deity? No. Was he the only one to ever claim he was God? No. Was he the only one to claim deity and die? No. History shows and records that Krishna lived and died and, cre and, and claimed deity, that Buddha lived and died and claimed deity, that Muhammad lived and died and claimed deity. But only Jesus died and rose again. Now I'm not gonna talk about being risen from the grave because that's what we're gonna talk about this Easter weekend. But I just wanna remind you that that's what separates Jesus from every other person that's ever walked this planet that's ever said that they were God's one and only son. Is that Jesus not only died and claimed to be God, but he was and he rose from the grave on the third day. See, everyone is born and everyone lives and everyone dies, but Jesus died and rose again and defiled death and took away the sting of death and gave us victory over death and hell and the grave. That's what makes Good Friday good. That you and I, even in our sins, are never good enough to pay the price for our own sins. But God loved you and I so much that he gave Jesus Christ and Jesus loved you and I so much that he died on the cross. That's what makes today good. Let's pray. Father. I thank you for the love that you have for us. I thank you that you loved us so much that you gave your one and only son, Jesus. And that Jesus, you loved us enough that you left the glory and the splendor of heaven to come to this earth, to clothe yourself in humanity and to take on the sins of the world for us because you loved us so much. Thank you today. Thank you for the cross. In Jesus' name, amen.